Back last minute, I'm a riot. Have you listened to Sada Baby yet? No. Uh, uh whole lot of choppers. Yeah, yeah. That's my fucking shit. I did unfortunately follow him on Twitter, and a bunch of his old tweets got like <laughs> bought up, and I was like, God damn it, you cancel. <laughs> Wait, what's the matter with his old tweets? Oh, a lot of like saying things like, oh, like so and so celebrities find the shit. I'ma rape her. Things what? like that. It is like, damn it, man. Like, why does it need to go we, what, like, yeah. to that? Like, and, then he, and then he was like, he was like, well, that was a joke. I was like, you, but you, you don't joke about that. You don't about joke about that. raping someone. Yeah, that's not, that's not, that's not cool, man. You, it is like, it was such a good song. And Nikki snapped on that song, too. And she had a baby. Nicki Minaj? Mm-hmm. She just had a baby. And I'm, I, and I hope that she names it Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas, <laughs> and I feel like she will. Roman, like, she names him. No, she name him Roman. no, Nicholas Roman Minaj. That'd be great. Nicholas, or whatever her baby daddy's last name is. Because I remember when North, when uh, Kim Kardashian was like, everyone was like, "Oh, you should name your baby North," and she was like, "No, that's silly." Now look what happened. Name that kid North. I feel like it's gonna be a Nicholas. It's really interesting. But hey, we have names for our oh, yeah. kids. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What is it? I think you told me already, did you? Did I? I might have told you. Say it we again. find out the we find out the gender in four weeks or something like that. In December. What does your gut say? I'm hoping we have a girl. But I'll be fine if we have a boy too, but a, a little a little battle Keisha. <laughs> yeah, battle Keisha. No, if we have a girl, her name will be Lila. Hey, uh, yeah, Tommy, I like yeah. that name. And then if we have a boy, it'll be Tate. Oh, like American Horror Story. That's exactly where <laughs> we got the name. You guys are such nerds. So yeah. Go away, Tate. <laughs> You're all I want. <laughs> You're all I have. Let's just hope he's not like Tate if we have a Tate. Oh yeah, no, that's the I hope <laughs> I hope I hope he's not like Tate. <laughs> You'll be a very stressed out parent. <laughs> To say the least. But hey, welcome to Bros and Murder. We give you true crime cases of color, commentary on babies, and music. And just like you, we're in the middle of this fucking election week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Clinching our asshole. <laughs> mm-hmm. We never get political on this show, but fuck Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't imagine like his supporters would probably listen to us. No, I, I doubt it. But I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, 
<laughs> Correct. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but uh, right now, what is it today? Today's Wednesday. Last I checked, Joe was at old Sleepy Joe <laughs> was at 264. Yeah, he is at 264. They're waiting for Nevada, which Nevada is going to be reporting sometime this afternoon. I think he's going to get Nevada. If he gets Nevada, it's a It's wrap. over, yeah. It doesn't matter. And Trump is suing his ass. He, he's pulling a Karen, a presidential Karen move. He's talking to all the managers. <laughs> I like that video you posted of <laughs> Melania's not playing and she's <laughs> grabbing her bag, bro. Was, she, had a, she had a U-Haul ready. <laughs> <laughs> she said, get me the fuck out this she's bitch. Like, that SpongeBob meme, well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Back. She had her back at the door. <laughs> Baron, come on. You don't get your ass up. Let's go. I, ca- I, ca- I catch flights now. Not feelings, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I bet money she'll get a divorce <laughs> after all of this. Oof. Now it's up. But yeah, so uh, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? I don't care. I'll go first. So now my story is something that happened last august and then i followed i was like keeping a track on it because i was hoping that it would get like solved but it didn't it got updated again next october still nothing's going on and i'm just hoping that it doesn't you know get like muddled down by everything that's happening in the world right because it's very important and fucked up what happened so now my case is about a Sengali black immigrant family okay. who, who all died in a arson. They all died in a house fire that was set on purpose and they don't know who did it. This immigrant family includes two young children, one being a baby, an aunt, and then the two parents. And they all perished. So... Denver police are searching for answers after a family of five perished in a house fire that was set intentionally. It's a key point. They already investigated. It said it was an accident. Someone set this house on fire. Now, I had to look up the pronunciation of this name because I don't speak. Oh my gosh, I had to look up the pronunciation of my name too. Yeah, because they're Sengali names, so I had to make sure I got it right. So, Jabriel, Aja, Kadadea, Hasina and her infant daughter Hawa all died in this house fire. And I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. It was a murder. Like, they didn't, they were murdered in arson. So now, Jabriel, his wife Aja, and their three year old daughter Kaja were killed in a blaze that erupted around 2 30 a.m. So they really had, they were all sleeping, which contributed to the fact why they died because. It was early in the morning. Like, they were dead asleep. There was really no morning to it. Hasin was Jabriel's sister, and her infant daughter also were killed. Authorities believe that the fire wasn't arson, and that the person or people who set it fleed immediately after setting it. They didn't put out exactly how it was set. Like, if it was, like, someone just threw gasoline on the side of the house, or, like, a Molotov, but they said what they're... It was set. Yeah, they're, they're saying, like, for further investigation that it was set on fire. So three other people were also present at the time of the fire and were able to actually escape by jumping out the second story window because the first floor was completely ablaze. 
After the arrival of police, one officer did try to help people who were trapped inside, but had to retreat due to the heat of the flames. And he just got, as soon as he opened the front door, got pushed back with the fire, which also probably accelerated the spread of the fire and made it more intense because you just let in more oxygen. But he was, he was trying to help. Police put out the next day during a press conference that they concluded the investigation that foul play was involved. And I to really bring forth how fucked up this is, I want to talk about like what happens to your body when you're burning alive. Ooh, that sounds scary. Yeah, because like I seen I was talking to this with my friend and he thought I, was, I thought the same thing too, that like the smoke knocks you out first. And like you just no, that's not what happens at all. So now, fire is a chemical reaction with extreme heat and air breaking down material. It turns that material into ash and smoke. So as you breathe in the air, it quickly dries out and burns like your mouth, your throat, your lungs. In turn, it quickly makes your body oxygen deprived and your muscles and your brain start to weaken because of the lack of oxygen. But they would not completely shut down. Thanks to the adrenaline rush that your body, like, you know, that fight or flight kicks in. So you're just full of adrenaline. So you're like shot right awake. You can't feel it. Yeah. Essentially. No, you do feel it. You feel it. And so now this will continue to worsen till you fall unconscious due to lack of oxygen or the pain of being burned alive. So it's not like you need to get knocked off quickly. It's a whole process. Now, outside your body, our muscles, tissues and skin will not burn as well as you might think because we are 80% water. The fire will evaporate the water within your skin and then begin burning and breaking down, you know, the way through you. Once the heat has reached your blood arteries and veins, it will cause the blood compounds to quickly clot, blocking off much of the blood flow and destroying your circulatory system. So you will definitely not die from loss of blood, just a lack of being able to get anywhere. It's a really fucked up and awful way to go and it's just like I think it was one of the worst ways to go <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to do that it's like drowning I heard that drowning was like euphoric well sometimes I don't like to be under the influence so I don't want to feel euphoria all the time true you're right so now no arrests <laughs> like at all have been made since this happened in October I checked up with this recently and there still have been no arrests whatsoever and they still can't conclude an actual cause. So which is why they're still asking the public to come forward because they don't want people to speculate saying that like it's a hate crime, but I'm gonna give you my reason why I think it's a hate crime. This isn't the first Singali family to be targeted in its way and killed in Denver. So, the Singali community in rural Denver remains on edge after this arson because they're all not only thinking of why, but remembering that back in 1997 in November, Amar Dia was also a Singali immigrant and was killed by a neo-Nazi. And with the most... And what, bring, what makes that even more fucked up is that during the investigation, they found out that as his time in America was spent, he was consistently sending money back home to his family in Seagal. 
that he was only here just to support his family and every month he was sending like sucks, 200 bucks back to his family to help support them and like this family he was also a Muslim too and the, commu- the Singal community there they're saying that this is most likely a hate crime because they're saying that Aurora, De- Aurora Denver has a history of being hateful towards black Singali Muslims and this is just like on par and you know this family they were like huge in the community uh, Jabriel was a civil engineer and he was just like they were all just a normal American family like they worked they went to school they hung out they were active in their communities people like loved them and their body right now on the GoFundMe that looked up the GoFundMe too because I thought one of them was to open is closed but the GoFundMe was to get all the bodies sent back to Singalia for a uh, proper burial and they reached their goal. Fully funded? Okay. Yes, they got fully funded. And like I said, to date, there's no no answers, no people coming forward, no suspects, nothing like that. And they still don't want to label it a hate crime, which I I understand them saying that, but at the same time, it's like, I also believe the community when they're saying that, hey, did we have a, there's a history of this here that no one's been acknowledging. That's super sad. And shit still ain't sweet. And this isn't the first time we talked about a death in Aurora, Denver. Look at Elijah McClain. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck's going on over there, but it doesn't seem too safe for black folks. Don't go there. Black people stay out of Aurora. Yeah, but that was my case. That one's sad. Especially... The whole family just gone. Yeah. And they're just trying to live but live that american dream but like hey trump's america am i right i don't know if i want to live an american dream bro i mean i'm living a dream right now but like an american one i don't know america a little key ghetto sometimes right like and that's a good kind bro that was good though that was sad i don't like that one because it was sad (laughs) i'm sorry makes me sad (laughs) i'm just hoping that like you know it doesn't well everything going on right now I want I don't want that to just like disappear right you know because a lot of people obviously didn't know about it so I'm hoping that like I'm gonna keep my eye on it and if something happens we'll bring it back up but I think at this point we just should take a little break and pay the bills so hey battle have you ever heard of care of no well you're about to now bitch so So, Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and support your long term. All of Care Of products are formulated with good for you clean ingredients that are backed by science. Care Of. Yeah, everyone loves science. Sciences. (laughs) Good for you. You need some Care Of then. Care Of is super transparent about the research and sourcing behind each and every single one of their products so as the seasons change it's important to get ahead to taking care of yourself and your immune system you can just go to care of and take their five minute online quiz that asks you all the questions about your diet your lifestyle your health it gets personal with shit within five minutes it's like speed dating but for your immune system And the product, when you get it, it comes in a nice little neat package with your name on it and in detailed what each vitamin is for. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to the nutrients. So now is a great time to really just update 
the immunity gang and get on the vitamin trains. Now I'll tell you about the one I've been taking. I take three. I take a vitamin D supplement because I have seasonal affective disorder and I always need more vitamin D this time of year. I take magnesium for muscle recovery and I take another vitamin for endurance and workout recovery. Cause that's mainly what I do in my free time is workout. So yeah, so get on that care of wave and help get your wellness routine started this fall. So for 50% off your first care of order, go to careof.com and enter code isa50. And I'll say that again, go to careof.com, 50% off, use isa50 and get your immunity on fleek, motherfucker. Now back to the show. So, I think it's been a little bit of a struggle lately for both of us. We've been extremely busy, just in like life of general. Would you agree? Yeah, or, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so, I, I, I did get a nice solid ass ninety eight on my last medical terminology exam, uh, and I was stressed about that. But you know, pulled it out my ass. <laughs> that's really dope. I, uh, I know. You know that we've like moved into a new house, got a rental property going and stuff like that. And it's crazy because it's caused us to like have to change how and when we record. Yeah. Because I know before we used to like record a lot on Sundays, but or we used, we did a lot on Sundays at least to like research and finalize what we're presenting. And then like Tuesday, like Tuesdays to like record. But then even Tuesdays have gotten hectic. Everyone, yeah. what is your plans for Tuesdays? Like, how do you guys plan just in general? Because it's been getting crazy. But needless to say, we've needed some good R&R, and I think we've been able to rest and relax for a little bit, kind of. I just try to, in this climate. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Trying to relax, we need to. I've stayed off the internet. I've been kind of quiet. I've been memeing, you know. Yeah, I know, I love them. So, this case that I'm going to present, it took place in January 17th of 2002. And this is where a distressed student named Peter Odigizua took the lives of three people and injured three others using a 38 38 ACP semi-automatic handgun. Pretty much a school shooting. Oh, I'm about to say, this sounds like a real Tate moment. (laughs) Yeah. So sit back and relax. I guess not. It... <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <been> oh. relaxing. <laughs> Dang it. That was an um. That's two now. Odigizuho was born in 1959 in Nigeria. And in 1980, he came to the United States where he had several different jobs. And according to the Criminal Journal, he worked as a bus driver for seven years in Portland, Oregon. And according to Baltimore Sun, he also worked as a factory worker. Eventually, he became interested in law because he wanted to be a public servant and help people with disabilities, immigrants, and just people. Let's just say he had a yearning for a learning. I'm trying to work on my dad jokes and puns, but whatever. Prior to going to law school, he studied mechanics Prior to going to law school, he studied mathematics at Central State University. After some time at Central State University, 
spring of 2000, Odigizua relocated from Ohio to Ohio to Grundy, Virginia, where he and his wife and his four young sons Wait, uh, Grundy? lived. Grundy, Grundy, Virginia. It's a hell of a name for a city. Yeah, right. And this was according to Baltimore Sun. Uh, a prior neighbor of the murder murderer stated that they were moving from poverty where they had nothing except a mattress on the floor. So they were extremely poor. They're trying to make themselves better and try to do better. And when he was in Grundy, Virginia, he enrolled in Appalachian School of Law to finally fulfill his dream in becoming a public servant. It was said that he had a very abrasive personality and often he just kept himself. He didn't really like people. He didn't fuck around with people that much. It'd be like that, honestly. Yeah, right? It's okay. You don't have to fuck around with too many people. A colleague said that he often disagreed with his professors and in his class, he would make really weird accusations during discussions and lectures. So I know I've been in certain lectures and random people would just start or like it's always one person that was always saying, trying to contest everything that the professor was saying or everything everyone else was saying. They just want to shut the fuck up. Right? Just stop talking. According to the Baltimore Sun, he became convinced that people at the school were trying to harm him by blocking the road with a fallen tree. He started to get really paranoid with everyone at the university. So he was just starting to lose grip on his reality, on reality itself. And eventually he started to say that he was being ridiculed by his colleagues. Eventually he started to do really poor in classes. He started failing everything. But I can't imagine having to go to law school and trying to understand everything you learn. However, I have some friends that have been to law school and they said it's extremely difficult because there's a lot of like reading and it could be frustrating. I understand that because I know with me going to school for engineering, it was ridiculous at times. I couldn't imagine. Um, It was stupid. They made it hard for no reason. So according to one source, Odigizua had flunked out of law school before, but he was given a second chance. But before actually flunking out the second time, he spoke with a professor who I think was an academic advisor named Professor Dale Rubin about his performance in the school. So, January 16th of 2002, the day that Odigizua went to go speak with Professor Rubin, was the day that he reached his tipping point. At about 1 p.m. that day, he ends up taking the life of his first victim, that is Dean Anthony Sutton, who was a former acting attorney general. Dean Sutton was shot point blank and was killed, I would imagine, immediately. They knew that he was shot point blank because there was powder burns from the ammunition on his body. The next victim that he murdered was Professor Thomas Blackwell, who was also shot at point blank again This was from the powder from the ammunition. That's how they figured that out. The last and final victim was a student named Angela Denise Dale. Along with three victims, there were also other three victims that were shot, but only wounded. 
According to the criminal journal, he tried to flee the area. However, a few brave students stopped him. They tackled him to the ground and he was arrested and booked in the Buchanan County Jail. While he was being held in contempt, he was charged with three counts of capital murder, three counts of the use of a firearm in the commission of a felony. And during this during his first trial, he was deemed incompetent to stand trial as he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Remember going back, he was extremely paranoid that like the school and his colleagues were trying to get him. Everyone was out to get him. Yeah, it was because his mental state was at a decline. A few years later, after some treatment in 2005, they found him competent to stand trial. So they got him the help that he needed to get rid of or to maintain what he had and he eventually pleaded guilty to the murders and according to murderpedia he pled guilty to all murders to avoid the death penalty he got three life sentences in additional and, a, and an additional 28 years without the possibility of parole he's still alive today and he is still serving his life sentence <laughs> Where's he uh, serving at? I don't know. I want to send him like a, I want to send him like some mail, but like one of those mail packets where like, there's a bunch of glitters. So when you open it up, you just get like shot with glitter. Yeah, I feel well, like that'd be dick, fun. Have you seen those? Oh, the the, the penis gummies or the dick glitter? Yeah. There's there's I've seen dick glitter. I've seen penis gummies and I've seen chocolate dicks. There's also one where you can see someone rhino poop. Oh, that'd be cool. I would like rhino poop. I could use that as compost, probably. They eat grass and stuff. Oh my god, Ellen, you didn't. <laughs> Rhino poop, I needed this. Wow. But no, that's... It's been a minute since I heard like, a school shooting case. I yeah. had no idea about that one. I wanted to pause on them. I wanted to talk about them, but it's so sensitive. Yeah. But then there's a lot of stuff that we talk about that are sensitive, but... I, yeah, I... I've heard my fair share of school shooting cases. I have that was not on my radar. Yeah, Damn. I didn't know about it either. Peter Odigizuwa. That's a name I had to look up. He's Nigerian. That's wild. That's a good case. Thank you. But yeah, that was the show. What do we have to plug? Our butts. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying that until like. We get a sponsor that sells butt plugs and for I'm Adam get all for, these butt plugs. I'm, for like, Adam oh, dude, Eve. I'm not sticking this in my in butt. My butt? Like, How do I promote no. this? <laughs> I only got one of them thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do I have to plug other than my butt? Hey, if we are up for a, a nomination for a new podcast discovery on a Podbean, I'll put the link in the uh, show notes if you want to go vote for us for best podcast hosted by a POC do that again it'll be in the show notes it'll be greatly appreciated voting ends on the 9th so this comes out before that uh, if you want to donate to us again you can go to the links in the bio to donate social media is all there merch and shit bitch you know our website where you can go to like Spotify and get the playlist of all the music we put on the show, including the song you hear now. Bye. See ya friends.
and my cats are licking her ass again. Stop it. I just noticed you, my queen. You looking like some buttercream. You know exactly what I need. Hot cocoa, sweet and savory, and that's you. That's you. It's true, it's true, and that's you, that's you, you do the things that you do, I just noticed you my queen, you looking like some buttercream, you know exactly what I need, hot cocoa, sweet and savory, my boo, my boo, it's true, yeah it's true, and you do, you do. You do the things that you do I just spotted you from across the room Fixing me a plate and got me in the mood What did I do to deserve a woman like you? Something just happens when the night is cool Got my eyes on you like I'm trying to move Through the crowd like I'm apple cider smooth Before I grab my food, wrap my arms around you Sway for a minute, heaven in this kitchen My boo, my boo, you know it's true it's so true, and you do, yeah, you do, you do the things that you do, you my hot cocoa on a cold night, you got my heart and you hold tight, I'm a blessed man to call you wife, don't need no mistletoes, I give you kisses though, my boo, my boo, it's true, it's true, you do, oh yes, you do, you do the things that you do. And I just noticed you my queen You looking like some buttercream You know exactly what I need Hot cocoa sweet and savory And that's you, that's you, that's you That's you, that's you, that's you You know it's true My hot cocoa My hot cocoa My hot cocoa you do the things that you do, my hot cocoa.